Hey, welcome to Shortcast with Ryan, and I'm your host. It is said that 42% of American graduates never read another book after graduating. I imagine that the number of people who enroll in any form of education or class after graduating from either high school or college is even lower. It seems that we have collectively decided that our education stops when we graduate. If that's the case, our school systems better be pretty damn good at teaching us everything we will need to know for the rest of our lives. But I think you and I both know that's not the case. The older I get, and admittedly I'm only the ripe old age of 24, the more importance I place on learning. It would seem to me that learning, and more specifically, learning how to learn, would be the most fundamental skill on which all other skills are built. If you learn how to learn, you can then begin to teach yourself or learn how to do every other thing in life. You want to become a chef? Well, you'll have to learn how to cook. You want to become an athlete? You'll have to learn how to exercise. You want to become a billionaire, you'll have to learn about business. Therapist, learn about people. Monk, learn about meditation. No matter what it is that anyone might inevitably want to do, you will have to learn the skills required to do it. So learning how to learn and optimizing your learning process will be one of the most fundamental and best ways for an individual to begin realizing their definitions of fulfillment, happiness, and success. Once you learn how to learn, you can learn and therefore do anything. Now, just like everyone has different vision for their own life and different desires and interests, everyone learns in different ways. Some people may be really well suited to curriculums and classrooms, breezing through high school and college classes, and actually taking away all lessons intended to be taught. Others have very different learning styles. Some people are visual learners, requiring depictions, videos, images, and physical objects to help them orient lessons in physical space. Some people prefer to learn in solitude and can follow along with the ideas of a book and reading. Some people need to learn in groups, preferring interaction, communication, and activity to learn. Some learn in the physical space by manipulating their subject matter, and some, like me, learn through audio. Everyone will have the method or methods of learning that works best for them, and it is critical that we push ourselves to become aware of where and how we learn best and help people around us find how they learn best. I'll take myself as an example. I am primarily an oral, verbal, and kinesthetic learner. I love to learn and am able to learn by listening to people talking, then by communicating through language myself. But I also love to manipulate objects in space and learn through physical movements with my body. Luckily for me, these types of learning styles suit lectures and classroom learning really well, 
and I've always been able to simply listen to someone speaking and learn from their words. Strangely enough, I've always been a relatively dreadful reader. ADHD may have something to do with that, but I struggle to focus on books, reading, and learning in solitude. I haven't known about my learning styles for my whole life, but reflecting on the ways I've learned best in the past has helped me identify how I can best learn in the present. I want to challenge you to reflect on how you've learned before and identify where you learn best. Was that in a classroom with others? Was there a specific lesson that stood out? Are you someone that likes visuals and charts? Are you someone that learns through reading, through playing, through manipulating objects, through listening to speaking? Really think about how you've learned best in the past and try to implement more of that learning style moving forward. But for now, I want to talk through how podcasts and even podcasting has changed my life, how I learn, how productive I am, and how I'll approach the rest of my life. So I'm going to casually talk about how I have learned from podcasts and some of the podcasts that I've actually liked the most and what I have learned from them. I'll kind of start with how and when I listen to podcasts. How do I implement podcasts and learning from them into my life? Well, you know, I'll start with when. When do I listen to podcasts? And really, I've been listening to podcasts for about three years now, and I listen to podcasts mostly in the place of music. So for most people, think about all the times you listen to music. Lots of times it's while driving, maybe it's while doing chores, maybe it's while doing some basic work. Instead of listening to music, which I still will on occasion, I just have really loved learning from podcasts. It's been amazing. But I'll kind of go through a list of some of the the places and things that I'm doing while I'm listening to podcasts to help give you a sense of when I fit podcasts in and kind of the amount of time I'm actually listening to podcasts, which is which quite a quite a bit. So there's a few activities that I'm almost always listening to a podcast while I'm doing. Driving is the big one. Um, cleaning is another big one. Anytime I am, you know, unloading a dishwasher or vacuuming or sweeping floors, cleaning toilets, listening to podcasts, brushing dogs with my big floofy dogs. That's a chore I'll listen to podcasts too. Cooking is a great one. I like to podcast and cook. Uh, if I'm doing easy work, so at my job I'm in sales. Uh, Obviously not listening to podcasts on sales calls, but if I have just basic maintenance tasks and emails, I can listen to podcasts and multitask there. Whenever I'm practicing skills, I'll listen to a podcast. So for example, I will practice golf in my backyard or do some swing golf swing drills. I'll love to listen to podcasts there. Um, On occasions, I'll I'll listen to a podcast while I work out, but I still really do like upbeat music while I'm working out. It seems to give me more energy. Uh, But then mowing. Mowing is another big time I listen to podcasts. So all of those different activities that really fill up lots of parts of our day, you know, I listen to podcasts and I am learning during that. And, you know, it's helped me craft a better and more holistic view of the world. Um, and it's kind of replaced music. 
Now, there's really important things about music, um, and I think lots of people really get a ton out of music, but one thing music doesn't really provide for me is learning, and I have come to learn that I love to learn. It really makes me feel great when I'm learning new things. I'm so fascinated by the world we live in and understanding it deeper. And so really, the past couple years, I've started to listen to less music and listen to more podcasts. But let me go through some of the podcasts that I listen to. And I feel really good about the list of podcasts that I have began to listen to and the worldview that these podcasts has helped me develop. And each podcast is a little bit different in what I'm getting from it, but I think going through a few of them will hopefully give you some options to listen to and kind of show you how I'm thinking about these different types of podcasts. So I'll start with the podcast that I first got sucked into. My very first podcast uh, I listened to three years ago whenever I was an intern at Field Agent, and it was TED Radio Hour. So TED Radio Hour is a podcast that takes uh, a specific subject and then it takes people who have given TED Talks about that subject. So, you know, one subject could be learning, for example, and it will take different people who have given TED Talks on learning. Um, it will take snippets from their TED Talk and then interviews uh, those people. One thing that I really loved about this was first just all of the topics it covered. It covered so many things that education or school didn't really teach me. So it covered things like learning or meditation or why space works or oceans or anything under the sun. And the other really awesome thing is it took people who are kind of experts in this field and also people who had opposing viewpoints. So I'll just take politics, for example. So it might have a episode on politics and different political viewpoints. It really didn't get into politics, but just using this as an example. And it might take one of the most you know, intellectual or well-known Democrats who gave a TED Talk on democracy. And in the very same episode, might have one of the most intellectual and renowned Republicans uh, giving a TED Talk about republicanism or that type of governance. Same with liberalism or socialism, whatever it is. And so on any given topic, they would have experts on both sides of the story sharing their views. And so hearing these people who are incredibly smart, well-educated, well-intentioned people give high-level talks and conversations on one topic, but hearing it from multiple points of view really broadened your idea of how the world works. And you started to show me that people can be right and wrong on both sides of the story and that usually there's kind of a happy middle ground. So that was my starting point for podcasts. I definitely recommend that to most people. It's, it's a great thing to listen to. The second podcast I listened to was called Science Versus, and this was an excellent podcast. I can't remember the name of the host, but it's a, a, a lively female Australian host um, who is super entertaining and would talk about different types of subjects based on science. So talking about all of the updated science on maybe vaccines or all of the updated science 
on, um, you know, the clitoris or anything crazy, just anything under the sun, looking at it through a scientific lens. And it was really entertaining. I haven't listened to that much uh, anymore, but those first two podcasts I got into. The third podcast I really got into and what has been my favorite and probably most transformational podcast since is the Tim Ferriss Show. So the host is Tim Ferriss. Um, he's written a handful of books such as The 4-Hour Workweek, 4-Hour Body and Chef. Um, and basically what he does is interview people who are the top of their field from every discipline around the world and tease apart what makes them tick, what types of habits that they implement into their lifestyle, and how it is that they got to be the top at whatever it is they do, and what types of lessons do they have to teach people. And so anyone from CEOs of Google and Apple um, to people who are in the civil rights movement to politicians to uh, you know, the world's strongest man, to you know, Jamie Foxx and actors and actresses, to Buddhist monks, to anyone who has a expert level um, viewpoint from their given field is on this show, and just the breadth of knowledge that all of these people have to offer, all of the habits and lifestyles that people. Um, who are experts in whatever it is they do bring to the table is just a, a pool, an ocean of knowledge and information. And that really has been my the biggest pool of learning for me since high school and college. And I would say that listening to probably 400 episodes of The Tim Ferriss Show, I have learned more about life from that podcast than all of my uh, high school, all of my schooling and college combined, easily. It is something that is indispensable to me. Um, and if you were to listen to each episode of The Tim Ferriss Show, you would not be the same person in a wildly better way. It is just, I, I can't recommend it enough. The episodes might not be as inter entertaining. There can be long, anywhere from one to three hours in interviewing these people of their fields. Not every person, um, you know, is as entertaining as every other person, uh, but it is just, it is amazing. And what you start to learn as well is that all of these people who are, you know, the number one in the world at whatever it is they are, you know, have different viewpoints. And you start to understand that you can just have different viewpoints and not everyone has all the answers. But if you listen and learn from lots of different perspectives, you can start to define some some truths. And the Tim Ferriss Show helps find those, and especially how it relates to daily habits and and the way to live. From there, you know, I started wanting to learn more about politics and just kind of the way the world works. And so I found conversations with Tyler, the host. Tyler Cowan is an economics professor and is really well known. And he interviews lots of economists, but lots of people, once again, who are experts in their field, but interviews them through the lens of economics and how the world works and putting an economic twist on viewing the world, which I just find really fascinating. It's about building a model of how the world works and trying to understand behavior through the lens of economics. Lots of this podcast is actually over my head. 
um, in conversations with Tyler is such a great podcast, but he is smart and understanding everything through the economics lens can be quite a challenge, but I found that podcast insanely rewarding as well. Another podcast I wanted, I started listening to is The Drive, and that's by Dr. Peter Atia. And he started is interviewing, he's a doctor who is looking at the science of longevity and wellness. So trying to interview people and doctors all over the world and understand how can you maximize your health span, and that's the quality of the years you live, and then how can you maximize your lifespan, and that's the length of the years you live. And it's really looking at things through a preventative measure. So how can we optimize our health so that we don't end up getting sick or needing to fight cancer? How do we not get cancer in the first place? And how can you live a life as healthy as you can to where you live long and healthy years? It is another podcast that's super in the weeds, um, but I have learned so much about the body and the health and wellness and almost all of my um, you know, physical practices come from a combination of the drive and the Tim Ferriss show. I, I can't recommend those enough. So those are kind of the three that are my staples. It's the Tim Ferriss show, conversations with Tyler and the drive. Like I said, the Tim Ferriss show kind of teaches the, the, the tricks, habits, tips from all the people who are successful in the world. You know, conversations with Tyler is learning more about how the world works and politics and economics, and then the drives learning about personal health and well-being. And that three combination, I think, could be perfect for almost anyone. But there's a couple more that I uh, have started listening to as well recently. One's called Making Sense by Sam Harris, um, and he, you know, really is, is big into meditation and mindfulness, but in finding truths and having hard conversations. Um, and so some of the, the Making Sense podcast episodes can be a little more politically charged. Some people would be offended by things that he would say um, and some of the, the opinions of guests there. Uh, but it's really a philosophical approach to life and how to you know, find core truths. And I, I think Sam Harris's thinking and making sense um, is, is, is a really good podcast to listen to, especially for people uh, who enjoy philosophy. And the last podcast I began to listen to is the Lex Friedman podcast. And I don't have enough of these under my belt to really give a good sense of, um, but he is at MIT, he is a programmer, and is interviewing all the same kind of group of people who are just, you know, some of the most successful people in the world, um, but kind of taking it through a futuristic lens. And how can the things we've learned be applied to technology, what people think about, you know, future technologies and, and where we're going, what we should avoid uh, but he also talks about love and beauty. And so those podcasts are just excellent. Um, and I listen to a combination of all of them. But if I were to recommend a few, I would say the, the Tim Ferriss Show, um, the TED Radio Hour is easy listening to, and then Conversations with Tyler is another great one. Um, but, you know, you might ask, why so many? Well, uh, like I mentioned, I really do think that if you want to become a, a balanced person, you, you need to hear balanced opinions and have balanced lessons. And so not taking one podcast or one person as a source, source of truth, uh, but listening to a wide variety of people. 
Um, and with that being said, I admittedly am not listening to enough podcasts that have women in them or female hosts. Um, there's a few that I listen to. The Happiness uh, podcast has a, a female host and Science Versus has a female host. But I do think I probably could balance out my perspective by finding some more podcasts that do have female hosts. Lots of these other podcasts, of course, interview uh, women and females um, as the guests, uh, but being able to find some more balance um, in finding female hosts probably would be, you know, beneficial for me. But the same goes true to different things. You know, are you listening to something that's all Republicans? You probably should find people who would balance you out. Are you listening to something that's all science? You might want to find something philosophical to balance it out. Uh, finding just sources of balance will help you, I think, make a more well-rounded view of the world and, and find a closer version of truth than if you just took one person's word for, for truth. Um, but that's really it. You know, those are all the different podcasts I listen to. Um, I'll list them out again. So there's the Tim Ferriss Show, there's Science Versus, TED Radio Hour, uh, Conversations with Tyler, The Drive by Peter Atia, Making Sense by Sam Harris, and The Lex Friedman Show. All of those, I think, are just excellent podcasts. I highly recommend them. Try to figure out how you can implement those into your life, whether that's you know listening to them while driving, cleaning, cooking, brushing dogs, um, you know, working, mowing. Uh, figure out how to listen to more podcasts. I think it would benefit most people. Um, but like I said at the beginning of this podcast, you know, maybe listening to you know audio isn't how you learn. In that case, you know, find other ways to learn. Do you like learning through watching? If so, maybe you can find YouTube videos from these people. Um, do you like learning by doing? Maybe you can get out and run more experiments more. So I just do think that learning how to learn is one of the biggest things that anyone can do and being able to um, you know learn more uh, is going to have just tons of results I happen to do this through podcasts it has suited me so well um, and I think it probably could suit a lot of other people well too but that is it thank you for listening to this episode of shortcast with Ryan I really do appreciate the time you took to listen to this episode today and hope that you can further learn how to learn because I think that's the one thing that's really going to change all of our lives. But thank you. You can check out more content on the podcast or go to realwithryan.com to find both YouTube videos, other media that you can listen to. But as always, thank you so much for listening and thank you for keeping it real with Ryan. <laughs>